0: Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kay. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. Now, on this podcast, I want to encourage and empower you to fulfill your God given destiny by sharing some insights and truths found in the Word of God. Each week, we'll dive into the Word and explore how we can overcome challenges, find purpose, and positively impact the world. Now, whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting to explore your faith, I believe that the The word of God can transform your life and bring you hope and encouragement. So join me today as we get fueled through encouragement in the word of God. Well, hello, everybody. This is Kay with Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. So glad you are tuning in to this episode, episode six of season two. You know, I believe that encouragement is fuel for our journey. And today we're going to talk about this, this is the title. How often do you forget what you look like? Oh, come on. Glory to God. We're going to talk about that today. And you know, as, as we do always, as I like to say, Every time we come together is that this is the year of the open door. It just absolutely is glory to God. And we have to continue to posture ourselves to go through the open door. And remember, God has an agenda for all of us. Glory to God. But his agenda will require an open door and that open door requires obedience and obedience requires an alignment and your alignment requires you to shift and watch this if we're going to do some, uh, in part, some of the shifting that we have to do, right, is to make sure that we remember who we are so that we can be doers of the word and not hearers only. Glory to God. So I have three fuel points for you today. And I want to start off with a foundational scripture for this um, episode today. And it's coming from the book of James. I'm going to read it um, out of two different versions. I'm going to read it out of the um, modern English version, and then I'm going to read it out of the message. So let's get into it. Uh, James 1, 22 through 25 says this, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not, doer he is like a man viewing his natural face in a mirror he viewed he views himself and goes his way and immediately forgets what kind of man he was but whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man will be blessed in his deeds. Oh, glory to God. I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed in all that I do because I'm remembering what God wants me to do. So let's look at the same scripture, James 1, 22 through 25 in the message. I tell you the message, it doesn't fool around in the message. It just kind of tells, tells it like it is. Let's, let's, let's read it. Don't fool yourselves into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything, but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are, ooh, what they look like. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye, and sticks with it, is no distracted scatterbrain but a man or a woman of action that people will find delight and affirmation in the action glory to god glory to god oh i think that's so powerful i think i i want i want to let you know that when we talk about being the doer of the word right we're not talking about um becoming righteous right because we become righteous um through through the shed blood of Jesus, through believing in Jesus Christ. Uh, As a matter of fact, you want to be careful that you're not doing the word to get the favor of God or doing the word because uh, you think that'll make them love you more doing the word because you want to become righteous. You're doing the word because he asks us to do the word, right? He asks us to walk out the word. I want you to understand this, right? I want you to be able to separate this. Uh, You, We've already been made righteous through our faith in Jesus because we are saved by by faith in Christ alone and not by our works. So understand that when you do the things that are in the word of God and you let them come out in your actions, it is not to become more righteous. It is not to get God's favor. It is not to be saved by God because we are saved by faith in Christ alone. I wanted to just say that off the top so that you understand that There are things that God requires of us that has, um, nothing to do, um, with us making ourselves righteous, but let's, let's go into these, uh, fuel points. And I think you'll understand more and more as we go into this. So I do have three fuel points for you. The first one I want to say is this being a doer of the word makes the word visible to, to others. So you may ask, why should I have, why should I be a doer of the word? Because if you're a doer of the word, um, you, you make the word visible to others. Do you know that some people will not read the Bible, but they'll read and they can read your life. As a matter of fact, you are the only Bible that many people will ever read. Oh, come on. I said something right there. I need you to hear that. You're the only, only Bible that some people will ever read. So let me ask you this. When people look at your life, what do they see? Do they see the word of God? Can they see kindness? Do they see gentleness? Do they see patience? Do, do they see um, you walking in the word of God? Do they see Christ when they see your life? Paul says in 2 Corinthians 3, 2 through 4, he talks about that we are living epistles. So in other words, we are a living letter. We're read of men, but watch this. We're we're read of men, but we're written by God. Glory to God. So I want you to know that somebody is reading your life. And so I'm asking you again, when they read you, are they reading Christ? Are they able to see Christ? Is, is um, Christ, is the word of God visible to them in your life? Oh, come on. That's something to think about, right? Things that make you go, hmm. So watch this. When you practice the word of God, you are showing the world who God is in your behavior. Oh, I'm going to say that again. When you practice the word of God, you're then showing the world Who God is in your behavior. So watch this. Through your behavior as a doer of the word, you're showing God's mercy. You can show his kindness. You can show his peace. As a matter of fact, when you walk walk in the room, peace walks in the room. When you walk in the room, kindness should walk in the room. When you walk in the room, wisdom and understanding should walk in the room because those are the things that God has placed in you and that he wants you to exhibit to the world. Glory to God. So that when they see you, they'll see Christ. Oh, glory to God. And so our next fuel point is be interruptible. So watch this. Anytime you make up your mind that I'm going to do the word of God, they're going to be in, in interruptions. And, and so let me ask you this question. Are you too busy to stop and do good? Oh, come on. Think about it. Oftentimes we are right. We're so busy doing life. We're so busy living life that we don't uh, stop long enough to do the word. We don't stop long enough to do good. But you know what? Love is interruptible. Do you know how often Jesus was interrupted? Glory to God. As he walked, he was interrupted and he would allow himself to be interrupted so that he can demonstrate the goodness of God. And can I tell you that oftentimes, um, God will give us opportunities to be interrupted. What do you do with those interruptions? Be interruptible. If you're going to walk the word of God and, and, and be a doer of the word, you're going to have to learn to allow life uh, to allow things in your life to interrupt you, I want to I want to read something that kind of exemplifies this a little bit. I want to read the story of the Good Samaritan. I'm sure you've heard it before. It comes from the book of Luke, the tenth chapter, and I'm going to read twenty nine through thirty seven. And this is what it says: It says, "But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, 'And who is my neighbor?'" And Jesus answered, "A man went down he and he and he gave him this parable: A man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho." and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. By chance, a priest came down that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to that place, looked at him and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion over, on him. Okay, I need somebody to hear this. Do you see that? Oftentimes we're doing our thing, we're going our way. We see some things that we could make a difference, even a smile, right? We can maybe lend a hand and we just kind of keep going because we're too busy. But you know what? Love is interruptible. And and it says here that, and went to him and bound up his wounds. He poured in oil and wine. Then he set him on his own donkey and brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, take care of him. I will repay you whatever else you spend when I return. Now, which one of these three do you think was a neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, the one who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. And I believe the Lord is telling us to go and do likewise. I get that we live in a day and age where there's a lot of things going on. You have to be cautious. You have to be careful. I do get that. But I do believe that God will give us opportunity to be interrupted, to see um, if we we will show kindness to see if we will show forth his mercy. Um, there may be an elderly person that maybe need needs um, some help, maybe um, into the store, getting out of their car or getting back into their car, or maybe putting their groceries in their car. Could you take a few minutes and, 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 and be a doer of the word and show kindness. There's so many opportunities that doesn't necessarily put us in harm's way where you can be interruptible to show the love of God, the kindness of God, the peace of God, the mercy of God. Come on, If we're going to be doers of the word, we're going to have to learn to be interruptible. Glory to God. And finally, my, my last fuel point is this, let the word have impact. Let the word of God have impact, impact where impact in your heart. So when you hear the word or when you read the word, let it impact you so much that it changes you. It begins to change you. That's what the word does. The the Bible says to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're being transformed by the word of God. I'm going to tell you something, the word of God will transform you. And the one wonderful thing about the word transform transforming you, right? Is that it transforms you from the inside out. Oh, glory to God. But, but that is going to, that, that does mean that you're going to have to yield your heart to the word of God. You're going to have to yield your yourself to the word of God and, and, and to God, when you're reading the word and when you're hearing the word, right? Psalms 119, 11 through 13 says this, your words have I laid up in my heart that I might not sin against you. Oh, glory to God. Did you hear that? He said, David said, I laid your words. I hid your words in my heart. In other words, I just didn't glance over them real quick. I didn't go to the mirror of your word, read it, and then left and and just totally forgot what I read. I, I hid it in my heart so that I could do it so that I wouldn't sin against you. And then he says, blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your word. Teach me your status. And I love verse 13. It says, with my lips have I declared and recounted all of the ordinances of your mouth. So I I read this verse because this is important. These are the kind of things you need to do to let the word have impact. You need to recite the word. You need to spend time meditating on the word. You need to begin to let the word hide the word in your heart, examine your heart today, right? And, and find, and, 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 and see where you are with the word of God. So watch this. When you hear the word of God being preached, um, Ask yourself honestly, if your life aligns with the word that you're hearing or the words that you're reading. So right when you're reading the word, don't just rush through it in your time of of devotion with God. And I pray that you are spending some time with God. Listen, let's start there. If you're not, let me encourage you to take at least five minutes. Got to start somewhere, right? Take at least five minutes and spend some time reading the word of God. Start in the book of Matthew and just begin to read. As a matter of fact, there are times when I'll read a verse and just meditate on that whole verse all day and just turn that verse over and over and over again in my heart. So watch this. Don't just rush through the word. Spend time meditating on the word. Ask Holy Spirit to help help you demonstrate that word in your life. Get it down in your heart. Let it make impact glory to God. So the word, the word is our mirror. The Bible is our mirror. It helps us to see what we look like. So when when you read the word, you, it it helps you to see where you're at, right? Watch this. Oftentimes though, let's be honest. We don't like to look into the mirror of the word because we may not like what we see. But I want to let you know, if you really want to begin to be a doer of the word, you're going to have to take an honest look inside of the word and see where you're not and where you are. And then you're going to have to begin to apply the word and practice the word. The only way to change what we see is allow the word to transform us from the inside out. Oh, glory to God. So it's okay, right? If you read the word and you, sometimes you have to say, ouch, when, when the word finds you out and you look in the word, you be like, Oh, ouch, I'm not, I'm not being kind. I'm being impatient. I, you know what? I, I got to change this. I got to get in alignment with the word of God. Oh God, help me help me to, to walk your word. Help me to be a doer of your word. It's okay. God sees you where you are. And I want you to know his grace is sufficient for you. And, and so wherever you are, wherever you may be right now, maybe you look in the word, maybe you read the word, maybe you hear the word and, and you kind of forget about it because maybe it convicts you, but that's a good thing. It doesn't convict you it doesn't convict you to hurt you. It convicts you to transform you. Now, God is not condemning you. He's convicting you inside of the word. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. I had a mentor of mine who once told me that the best thing that could happen to you is for the word to convict you is for the word to find you out. Glory to God. So it's my prayer for you today that you get into the word and that when you close the word that you don't forget what you look like and you go out and immediately begin to practice the word and begin to, um, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I believe that you will do that. I believe that with all of my heart, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you, Lord God, that in the time that we're living in, we understand father that it it can be a little, it, it can be a little, um, tough to, to be interrupted, but Lord God, teach us how to be interrupted so that we can slow down and do the word and show the word and show kindness to someone and 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 and, and, and smile at others, Lord God. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that everyone's listening to me now that they will um, begin to be living epistles read of men and that when people see their lives, that they will see Jesus, they will see glimpses of your goodness and glimpses of your love and glimpses of your kindness as they, be, as they uh, begin to to do the word and not just hear the word. Oh God, may they remember what they look like when they look into your word and they'll know what they look like because they'll see it when they do the word. And I thank you for them right now, God. I pray that the word will have great impact in their hearts, God, and that they will allow the word, everyone under the sound of my voice, I pray that you will allow the word to transform your heart and impact your heart so it will impact what you do in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Listen, I pray this blessed you today. And, uh, if it, if you know someone that you, uh, you feel would be blessed by this, make sure you share this with them. Let them know that we, uh, there's someone on the air that wants to encourage them inside of the word. I really believe their lives will be, uh, the better for it. Glory to God. So make sure you share. And listen, uh, for those of you that may not know Christ and you don't know today, if you, if, if you were to leave this earth today, if you died today, would heaven be your home? Would you have full assurance that you'll be, you'll spend eternity with Jesus? I want you to know that he came to give you life. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man can come to God except it come through Jesus. Jesus unless they come through him. He is the door. So I want to just invite you to receive Jesus in your heart today and make him your Lord, make him your savior. I want to let you know he has a book in heaven with your name written on it that has your destiny. Even before you were born, he has a plan and a purpose for your life. So why don't you just say today, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ came to save me and I want him in my heart. I want Jesus in my heart. I receive Jesus in my heart right now. I accept him and be my Lord Jesus, be my savior. Thank you for my new journey. Glory to God. And by faith, I believe that I am a new creation in Christ. Christ Jesus. Oh, glory to God. I want you to know that the Bible says that when you give your life to the Lord, that all of heaven rejoices. And I'm telling you right now, heaven is having a party. Glory to God and rejoicing that another soul has been saved. Yeah, it's that that simple. You say it by faith. You believe it by faith. The Bible says you believe, then you say glory to God. So be encouraged in that. Listen, if you gave your life to the Lord and this is your new journey, you you're beginning this new journey with Christ. Will you shoot me a, some, an email or, um, go go to my website i think i believe it's in the it's in the podcast description and let me know that you gave your life to the lord or or even e- what whichever platform you're you're listening to this podcast on let me know i said the prayer of salvation and i gave my life to the lord i asked the lord to be my lord and savior oh i would love to rejoice with you and and i definitely want to pray with you and and that you continue to get strong in your journey as you walk with the lord glory to god Oh, hallelujah. Well, listen, I'm excited about what God is doing. And remember, as always, you got this. Well, thank you for listening to the Encouragement Fuel for the Journey podcast, where I believe that encouragement is the fuel for our journey. Now, if you were encouraged inside of the word today, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to get fueled in the word and provide the encouragement you need to keep moving forward. And remember, you got this.